0: UX Podcast, episode 36.
1: You're listening to UX Podcast brought to you from Stockholm, Sweden. For people passionate about balancing business, technology and users within the realm of digital media. Helping you break down silos. Here are your hosts, James Royal Lawson and Pear Axboom.
0: Hello and welcome to UX Podcast, Episode Thirty Six. White, los- white, white rabbits.
1: White <laughs> what? White rabbits.
0: White hmm. rabbits.
1: <laughs> What's the first of March? I don't know what that means. Well, the first, the, f- the first thing you've got to say on the first of the month is white rabbits.
0: Where's that from?
1: It just is. <laughs> Look it up. Play <laughs> in <laughs> <laughs> my mom. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> this is not a
0: good way to start a show. We are.
1: <clears throat> okay. God, right, no, it's perfectly okay, Pa. Per. Uh, <coughs> I'm Jim. So it's the, f- it's the first of March. And the you're I'm Paxbone, that's mm. right. And it's the first of March. Apparently.
0: <laughs> uh. Oh wow, <laughs> this is going to be a bad show.
1: <laughs> so okay. uh, Composure. Um, ah, uh,
0: uh, so so it's uh, um, holiday in Sweden. You might it's half term. Half term school half term. Yeah, so I've been off skiing. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, and we uh, sort of realized, yeah, we have to do a show because it's this uh, friday it's two weeks since the last friday we did. When we then. have a publishing schedule yes we have a publishing schedule now mm. and so um uh we're recording this uh on uh, this friday and we're re-
1: publishing in a few hours hopefully we are mm. and first of all i want to say that we we got a bit of feedback from last show last show we talked oh, about yeah, account, um, yeah. um, uh, well profiles and user um, accounts user shared accounts. across the family yeah and um um, Elias um, uh, Benani uh, wrote on our Facebook page, uh, or pointed out um, through our Facebook page, that um, um, Android 4.2 Jelly Bean um, for tablets does actually include profiles, so you can you can actually quite quickly um, choose which profile you want and switch between them. So we're we're seeing steps in the right direction. We think about the Netflix, um, right? So that's example Yep, like saw as well. Yeah, there's there's a few mm-hmm. things now that are Starting to give us examples of how we can solve it. Mm. So, anyway, that was just a quick bit of a feedback thing.
0: Yes, and uh, I think we, we, as usual we've spent two hours before recording no, it's the
1: show. Not two hours is it? It is two oh. hours re-
0: before the show recording, <laughs> and before recording the show, and and just talking about today's topic. And we really haven't come to any conclusions. And we're well. Um, what is today's topic? Today's topic is the common misconceptions of user experience or the term user experience and uh, i think the reason we started thinking about doing this uh, show is again sort of because we
1: talked about this a lot before yeah we the first mm. the, the pilot episode was basically yeah. this and then we've had a couple of shows which are related
0: we were both uh, recently interviewed about ux and it is hard always when you have a very short uh, text uh, to to be squeezed into to define this term, and, and, and that sort of came across in the article as well that we're having a hard time, and probably it is supposed to be hard. I don't know. We'll, we'll get to that.
1: Just, just a little bit more. The, the, yeah. um, me, me and you were interviewed separately. Did, I, I yeah, actually, the, separately. Did you know, I didn't know you were going to be interviewed by Pelle for the article. Oh, I knew. You, you had been interviewed ah. before me, so he told me that. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so but it was the we same didn't article. Know, we didn't know what we were going to say. We didn't no. know what The other said. person was going to say. Oh, or had yeah. said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it was, um, <laughs> oh, it was UX or your experience design mm-hmm. was this little short interview for a, um, for a customer magazine. Yeah, um, and um, you know, it's always when you get put on the spot and asked, "What is user experience?" and and the, the presumption is, well, if you work with user experience, then you you bound to know what it is, right? And there isn't like a magic answer to that, uh, hopefully, and there never
0: is because the more you work with it, the more you realize that there's so much going into this term uh, for for different people. And on top of this, I mean, I realized. People asking for UX help, uh, calling me, and sometimes they want um, someone with more technical competence who knows CSS and HTML, who can do prototyping. Mm. Sometimes they just want someone interaction designer to do, to do wireframes. Sometimes they want a researcher. So people asking for it don't really know always. or They, they know what they want, they know, and they know that UX is loosely related to that. But it's not like everybody who frames themselves as a as, as UX person does all
1: of the things that people are asking for? Mm. Shall I? Shall I read? Yeah, it? let's do the yeah. Wikipedia. Entries. Uh, well, yeah, just before the show, as part of my two hours preparation, um, I pulled up the um, the Wikipedia page for um, user experience, and then I also realised, or I pulled up the page for user experience design, because there are there are two separate pages, mm. and um, I'll quickly read you the intro introductory paragraph from the user experience page. User experience involves a person's emotions about using a particular product, system, or service. User experience highlights the experiential, effective, meaningful, and valuable aspects of human-computer interaction and product ownership. Additionally, it includes a person's perceptions of the practical aspects, such as utility, ease of use, and efficiency of the system. User experience is subjective in nature because it is about individual perception and... 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 What? Thoughts. (laughs) Thoughts. <laughs> I mean, perception and thoughts, yeah, with respect to the system. I need reading glasses. User experience is dynamic, as it is mm. consistently modified over time due to changing circumstances and new innovations. So we understand. Right. So, so you understand what UX is now? Of course, it's changing all the time. It's mm. so a constant <laughs> state of flux. Is the end of that? Yeah. Um, and then, just to have a contrast here, mm. this is the definition now of, all um, this is the introduction for user experience design. Mm. User experience design. It's a broad term used to explain all aspects of a person's experience with the system, including the interface, graphics, industrial design, physical interaction, and the manual. It also refers to the application of user-centred design practices to generate cohesive, predictive, and desirable designs based on holistic consideration of users' experience. In most cases, user experience design fully encompasses traditional human-computer interaction design and extends it by addressing all aspects of a product or service as perceived by users. Mm.
0: Clear as crystal. Well, so I think UX is everything.
1: Yeah, I think we should just all aspects now. Yeah, fantastic. Mm-hmm, wonderful.
0: And I love that they have the word manual in there as well. They have manual there. Yeah. yeah. So you're responsible for the manual people if you're doing user experience design.
1: Yeah. And we've got, but there is kind of this um, all aspects comes up a couple of times, yeah. um, and and holistic comes up a couple of times. Mm. Um, perception um, comes up a few times. Um, perception and emotions. Um, but the, the two of them are—it's not—it's <laughs> it, it, not massive amount of clarity, mm. clarity between mm. um, these introductions of these two areas. User experience and user right. experience design. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so what is this this term doing for us? Why
0: are we talking about it so much? And people are discussing the misconceptions or misunderstanding the UX term quite often. And people are in disagreement with what's what's incorporated into it and what is not. And you see all these diagrams on the internet that are Mm. being passed around. UX is this big bubble, and inside that bubble is all this interaction design, information architecture, Mm. search engine optimization to some extent. Uh, Optimization of all sorts of kinds of conversion, microcopy as Mm. well. Uh, And and in the end, everything is inside UX. And how how would one person know how to order UX? Uh, What are they actually asking for Mm. when they're doing that? And, and my five senses that <clears throat> we need to stop talking about UX uh, as this broad term. I mean, it's kind of hard because uh, both you and I have experienced this, and, and you're one of the people who have not actually you've not I called like, yourself a UX no, person I avoided for, a while.
1: It for quite a long time because I didn't really see the. Point of this yeah. additional term? Okay, it's been around for quite a long mm-hmm. time as UX. Now, I mean, when did when did it? Um, well, I, I think, think Don, yeah, Norman Don Norman. Norman had, coined it in, in the nin- nineties. or something, yeah, six, something six, like oh, that. Oh, it's late nineties. One of his books. Yeah. Um, so it's been around for a <laughs> long time.
0: But and people are learning the phrase and know that it's something that has to be considered when you you need to consider the user in the end. And people have come accustomed <clears throat> to the term usability mm. and as information architecture, not so much anymore. But it's easier to sell UX today. <clears throat> Uh, yeah. People know that they want UX, but they don't know exactly what they want. So oh. it, in that sense, perhaps the term could even be useful. We know we want UX, but we don't know exactly what we want, so let's define something together. Mm. The problem is when we don't define it, and people assume that UX is something when it could be so many other things as well.
1: But exactly, this is, um, the thing is that UX, and this is one reason, one of the reasons why I didn't... Know, until recently start including mm. u x in uh, in my marketing and myself um is, is that u x in itself is is not an occupation right it's it's a concept mm. but it's not a job
0: mm.
1: it's it's a it's a it's a concept mm. it, it within that with related to that concept mm. so related i'm not even say within related mm. to that concept mm. are a lot of 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 um occupations and jobs which you know play a part which contribute to the overall user experience right but interaction design isn't ux it's not a, a sub it's not a substitute for that you can't you can't bring in a uxer through just having an interaction designer
0: right because most interaction designers that i meet that are just interaction designers that call themselves that they don't do a lot of the research, and they perhaps don't do the prototypes. Some of them do, and some of them some don't. Some
1: don't, but some of them are specialists. Right. Some of them are mm-hmm. specialists in mm-hmm. um, interaction designs. Mm-hmm. Um.
0: But they still want uh, input about user preferences and needs and behaviors and desires. Mm-hmm. They still want that input. Mm-hmm. I need it. Yeah. And so the person providing that input is probably someone who works with UX in some way or another, but they may not even be called UXers. Mm-hmm. They could be like business developers. In the agency world, they're called planners. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a lot of different terminology here. And the the problem, I think, is what I'm trying to address is the expectations you have when either when you call yourself a UXer or when people order UX work. And the actual need of defining together what is the deliverable in the end. What do we actually look at? Mm. If we're looking at a project, if we're looking at someone working... In an organization with UX, then probably it's more of a person who's responsible for looking at all the touch points uh, of a service and communicating that to, to the board or to, to, to the developers and to ever, mm-hmm. whoever needs it, to the customer service department.
1: Mm-hmm. And is
0: actually responsible for seeing, well, again, look, coming back to the article on Wikipedia, the holistic view yeah. of, of a business mm. and the touch points it has. With the real users, or if it 's internally with the people working there or whatever
1: mm. but when you you and I see um, many times that a, a client would come to an organization to a, to a <coughs> oh, to a consultancy agency or whatever, and they they 'd want a particular thing mm. now what we 're saying here is that what well, i 'm saying anyway is that you need to be. Your, your client needs to be um, flexible, or at least willing to listen. Um, even if they're a good buyer and understand that they need to buy something to to, to deal with UX, mm. um, then they need to be a good listener or be prepared to listen in order to to receive the feedback that you give them. Saying, "Well, actually, uh, these these roles or this collection of roles um, is." Probably more suitable mm. to your your problem situation, mm. um, and then they're going to go mm. well yeah you know, I, I I see that, I trust that's a good opinion, and okay we'll we'll do this yeah that I don't know how often that really happens. Mm. I think it feels like it's more often that they that someone says oh we need a we need an um, interaction designer who's worked with mobile and um, i don't know interactive games
0: right. And, and that's usually, I think, um, because of a tendency to work with uh, starting development very early on and talking to the people who are going to develop the product. What they need in order to develop the product is our specs, specifications, and the visuals, usually wireframes and, and added to that, graphical uh, pictures as well, uh, that help them develop the system. Mm-hmm. And But the client has no... Choice on how they're going to develop that technically. Well, some some of them do if they're really specialized, but they don't. They don't care how the developers work, but they do tend to care a lot about how the UXs work and what the type of del- deliverables are there. So, I would suggest that as a UXer, you, the promise is that you deliver something and you help de- deliver something across the board that takes into consideration. Uh, well the business, uh, the the technical issues, and the users. uh, And and that's my picture of of what UX is. That takes into consideration all these aspects. And how you do that shouldn't be uh, the client's problem. They should just rest assured that you actually do that work.
1: So now you've you've kind of um, defined a a UX occupation.
0: I have, yes.
1: But not really, because you Hmm. still can't. If you went, if you went mm. out now and asked for, yeah. if, if you were going now mm. to request mm. that role mm. from mm. someone, you, know, mm. you want on Twitter now mm. and you want mm. someone to help you with that. Mm. You, you're not be able to write that in mm. a way that's going to get you the people you want. No, that's, that's very true.
0: What I, what I want is someone to help me with handling the aspects of understanding the user and communicating that to the people building the system.
1: Yeah, it's a project manager role.
0: It's a project. I think. Yeah, we're coming back to this uh, when we're talking, James. That it's a, it's a very much a manager role, mm. managerial role managerial, of, yeah. of It's a
1: handholding role.
0: Yeah, uh, and you and me have both had the experience of working very tightly with project managers mm. and helping them define and 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 see the whole big picture. Mm. Uh, and saying that, I just want to mention that it's something that does not come into the Wikipedia pages a whole lot, because they talk about HCI and, and mm. the sensory characteristics of, 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 of an experience. But part of that is uh, the technical aspects. Search engine optimization, load times, how pictures are loaded, how they're, co- how they're compressed. I think you and I, James, we well, both agree that that's a really important part, but I most, say, most UXers that I meet actually don't know about that no. too much about that and I don't care about it either
1: well this is i, mean, I, I for me the technical side of stuff is I mean that, that is well UX is fundamentally technical yeah I mean if you look at all the when we do user testing usability testing most of the issues that come up mm. it's a technical issue mm. um, you know the speed of a site or mm. you know the, the the way that something mm. um, in, reacts it's uh, an awful lot of the time we're, it's mm. under the hood stuff that we need to tweak and fix right um the the higher level, um, oh, user experience stuff. Um, yeah, that, 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 it's not as often I think it completely falls over. Okay, I'm generalising an awful lot, but mm. you, you, don't, you can't get away from the fact that we're, with digital products, mm. we're, it's fundamentally mm. technical.
0: Right. So you'd expect someone who works with the holistic perspective of of a delivery or a service or a product. Mm. No, doesn't act, doesn't have to know in the in the detailed. The no. way that we probably do, but they need to be aware of it and they need to ask the right questions mm. and they need to make sure that the balance of the work being put in with regards to how much the code is optimized mm. for accessibility mm. uh, works and, and how much money the, uh, mm. the, the site or server is going to deliver in the end.
1: I mean, okay, now, now me mm. and you are, are, as usual, coming from our perspectives yeah. with our limited experience um, I think, this is, <laughs> I think this, is. this is
0: a show that's going to get a lot of comments uh, gonna, gonna, get a lot of, <clears> of <throat> feedback here because I'm sure that not everybody agrees with no us. every
1: mm. well, we know every every mm. every project mm. or sprint or whatever mm. you want to call it these days um, is different mm. and you know every company is different yeah. um, every user is different mm. um, so of course you know when you throw all these pieces in the mm. air uh, every time you go through a, a, a a project, it's going to be different. Mm. I mean, we know that as well. They're never 100% the same. right? Um, but, um, um, and I've come off the rails a little bit during that speech. <laughs> um, no, I've, I've lost well, my opinion. It's, uh,
0: it's about, I mean, is it okay to call yourself a UXer if you're just an interaction designer? Or if that's all you do? Is, is that okay? I'm i am going to go out on a limb and say, yes, that's Okay if you're clear about that that's... You're a UXer specialized in interaction design. As long as we're going with the term UX, uh, which we probably are going to go with for for quite a long time. Uh, I mean... And people hate it. A lot of people hate it. And there was a lot of uh, uproar when when the UPA, the Usability Professionals Mm. Association, changed their name to UXPA. Mm. uh, Because not everybody identified themselves with the UX term either. Mm. But... I think the reason they chose it is because of their realization that well, the whole world fits into the term UX basically, mm. so from, from an association perspective that's pretty good because then mm. everybody's yeah. potentially a, a yeah, exactly. member yeah, yeah. of that. Mm. Um, but I think the problem is if we're, we, we shouldn't just use the term UX as loosely as we do and see it as one of the products or see it as something that you just throw in and make sure that you take into account the user experience values of, of a project. Mm. It's something much bigger than that, and you need to be aware of it as a client and as someone who's delivering um, uh, the solution that it's something you take into account. Whether you call it UX or not, you need to define how are we going to work with this to make sure that we've, we've actually taken into account all the user needs, mm. behaviors, and desires.
1: I mean, we <clears throat> we well, the whole beginning of this podcast um, a couple of years ago was from the 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 amount of complaints about silos we heard um at u x l x two thousand and eleven that you know, and we, we know this from many of the conversations and events we've been to that uX has spend an awful lot of time and energy complaining about the fact that the other silos don't understand them or don't listen or they're, they're, they spend an awful lot of energy bridging the gaps between the various silos yeah um and Oh, that's because you see the, the, the holistic side of things, but at the same time have a very specific silo task to do, wireframes or information architecture or um, graphical design. I mean, there's, there's a ver- there's, at the end of the day, you've got very specific tasks that need to be fulfilled, right. to user research. Mm. Um, but I, I, think, I think, again, UX is not a job. Mm. UX is a therapy group. <laughs> yeah For for all of us that work with digital It's, it's yeah. our it's Nobody a, understands us They exactly yeah. don't <laughs> understand me and, and we go to these events yeah. about UX events yeah. And we spend most of our mm. energy Talking about how no one understands us mm. And we feel loved at UX events mm. Because everyone there is a UXer Yeah As in they've got the same Um Psychological uh, condition and need to to, to discuss their problems yeah. with others. Yeah. So we have a therapy session, yeah. right? And that's what you, that's what USLX is. it's a big therapy session. Mm. <clears throat> so, <laughs> so so then that, leading on from that is is UX an internal mm. term mm. within the branch that's not really needed externally?
0: I see what you're getting at. But then I'm, I'm come, I'll have to come back to the, the point uh, that it's so easy to sell. <laughs> so I though?
1: agree. Is it though?
0: From my perspective, it is. Because I've been calling myself a UXer for a very long time. Mm. And when people want UX, they think of my name. Okay, yeah. So in that sense, yes. Because people are throwing the word around. Loosely and not knowing exactly what it is. Mm. And I I'm uh, I think that Apple has contrib- contributed a lot to people thinking more about UX and seeing it as an important aspect mm. uh, in the sense that, yes, they have a popular products and they, everybody thinks it's about the design. So we need someone to think about that as well. Mm. And then you s- see very much the, the polish of, of, uh, of what Apple does. Mm. And they do so much more than that, of course. But I think the term still has a valid existence uh, in our world but we need to be aware of how how we're using it and then stop stop causing confusion uh, and rather start talking about the value we're creating Mm. not talk about ux deliverables probably either but talk about the value we're creating in the end Mm. that we're making a product that's better balanced Mm. uh, when it comes to costs and
1: investments
0: with the user behavior and desires mm. as well
1: mm. exactly UX in mm. itself is not a deliverable mm. no exactly and I- that, it's a it's a, no. it's a it's a concept and um, it's something you know whether it's you know it's mm. that kind of touchy feeling mm. you, you know when it works you know when it doesn't right um, but it's oh, it's not something mm. you order you can't say you can't order um, good UX and then suddenly you know, a gang of 10 people know exactly what to do and they just get on with it and deliver Exactly, but if I ordered mm-hmm. if I ordered a, I don't know um, a, a set of wireframes mm-hmm. um you know, f- from someone yeah, based that's on, easier I mean, you to could, cost estimate. Yeah, yeah. exactly, mm-hmm. and it's, it's easier to kind of understand when I've been, mm-hmm. when I've got the results, mm-hmm. I've actually received the re, you know the, mm-hmm. the deliverable from it. Um, but
0: um, I think what we're trying to I, do is enable the customer. Uh, or the or the person who's an owner of the of the solution. We're usually, usually talking about websites and digital services. You need to be able yeah. to make conscious decisions about the production or the development of a service. Mm. Do we add this uh, button over here? How big do we make it? Those decisions need to be consciously based on what we know about user behaviors. Mm. Uh, Otherwise they 're not based on user behaviors, and I think that that's what we're bringing into the mix we're We're bringing in data that shows how we go about the, developing the best possible service that will bring us back the best possible return on investment because mm. in the end it's usually about money or it's about getting uh, it, it's as many as many people as possible it's always about even if it's even if it's a, if it's a government based website it's about <laughs> the best use of the tax dollars to inf- keep uh, keep everyone informed or the, or
1: the best you can do given the um, prerequisites that you've you're yeah. faced with i mean you, they've got that shitty system that's in, you know, in place and mm. you've got to make it work with that system and you can't replace that system so then your your ux work is instantly limited in scope because of the fact you can't change everything. You can't fix an entire organization exactly. um, or an mm. entire set of systems. I remember coming One into go.
0: this line of work, working a lot with usability testing mm. and writing up these reports on this needs to be fixed and this needs to be fixed. And I was so frustrated that nobody was fixing it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, moving on and working more with strategy and business-related issues, I'm realizing that, yeah, they could have fixed it, but they didn't deem it valuable enough because mm. I wasn't showing them how valuable it would be to them to fix it. Mm. I was just showing them what to fix in this desire to produce something that's ethically <coughs> responsible, but that's not what you're, the business is.
1: You're right, mm. exactly. The, the cost of mm. fixing something mm. in many situations mm. isn't isn't just the cost of the of the individuals that need to do the specified work. Right. The cost also includes um, the 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 education work or the mm. the the um, the work you need to do internally. Mm. To make enough people understand the, the the issue and how that affects the company how in it order affects to get the a sign off, line, yeah. yeah, and so that's a cost in itself. Mm. It can be it can be actually three times mm. the cost with internal time mm. to to get something signed off or to get the the idea signed off mm. than it would be to actually do something.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but I think one of the um, draft blog post a uh, blog post that I've 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 got which I've I really need to finish at some point. Um, <laughs> Later today. No, I'm really not going to have time after we spent all morning preparing for this thing. (laughs) Do you understand, people, how much effort we put into this? Mm. Um, This this draft blog post is, um, is UX um, just Mm. for big business? Because what um, and he's connected to this whole topic. Mm. The angle of this article, this blog post, is that I see time and time again that UX seems to be. You know, bigger companies have maybe got UX departments, or they've they've started to kind of you know they ring you or whatever, ring me and and say they want UX help. It is mm. this fluffy conceptual thing, UX, and we can help them. Um, but when you go down in size to the smaller um, companies, small to medium. Mm. A lot of the times they don 't know what u x is especially when you when you move slightly away from digital mm-hmm. as well you know these are just normal companies who 've got a website yeah. uh, they don 't know or care what u uh, x is mm. what you're, what you 're doing then is you 're helping them with maybe um, business um, or business processes or you 're helping them optimize various aspects of their business right. Um, user experience is an utterly wasted term on them. It's, it's, oh, true. it's en- we're expending mm. energy mm. selling something to these people who, who are miles away from mm. understanding it or caring about understanding it. Mm. Um, we're just, it's just another, it's, we're I often say wolf in sheep's clothing. That's not quite right, is it? <laughs> 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 oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> we're inventing new uh, terms to describe yeah. something that already exists. And and connecting back Mm, to the therapeutical side of Mm. things, yeah, I mean, UX works Mm. as a therapy session Mm. for us, but I'm not convinced Mm. it's needed as a marketing phrase for all sizes Mm. of business, Mm. from big to small. Mm.
0: And it is kind of interesting, uh, as you're saying, that we're inventing a new term for something that's always existed. We talked about usability. We talked about HCI. We've we've been talking about this all the time. And now when people uh, start talking about psychology, And neuroscience and how that affects the user, we're suddenly bringing that into UX as if if we're inventing these psychology principles within the realm of UX, (laughs) which couldn't be more untrue. (laughs) (laughs) Gamification is one example. Yeah, yeah, Uh, and and I mean that's been around for for ages. Mm. Yeah, game mechanics has has been. I mean, since people started playing slot machines.
1: Yeah. Mm. Now, and the whole the whole optimization Mm. thing. Again, as has mm. existed since probably we invented the wheel. Yeah. Um. You know, they had a square wheel on the on that kind of little <laughs> trolley thing, and someone goes, "Yeah, I reckon we can make this better." Yeah. I'll make it round. Yeah. You
0: know, it's when it's, somebody else did a triangle
1: because they, yeah, they did A B testing. They didn't spend exactly <laughs> exactly they didn't, they didn't spend you know half a million years doing um, kind of user research and and grab together some kind of user experience um, you know group to kind of decide how would we go forward mm. to bring the square wheel to a round one. Yeah. am be mean now. <laughs>
0: What we wanted to say in the end is that the only people who really can call themselves UXers are James and me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you see, that's the, that could be seen as the unfortunate conclusion about yeah. this. <laughs> no, I, oh, no I, I don't think it's really like that. Um, I mean, I, I think we've become... I don't know about you, but I, I've always been a bit skeptical with UX. as a, as a yeah, marketing phrase, yeah. but um, but I've always positioned myself a little bit outside of it. Mm. And That's why I've got that skeptical. And now you're twitch. doing UX podcast, uh, exactly. And I have UX on my little title here and there. Yeah. So, um, but um, but I know I just see time and time again things that make mm. me a little bit cynical about it. Um, I, you know, what, I, I, wrote on the, I wrote on the whiteboard earlier. Um, what's the UX of UX? Yeah. Um,
0: yeah and that's all attached to what we're saying that it's a therapy group and we we don't really have not defined with well, no definition for, there's of it. no defi- definition not really so we are
1: not an occupation
0: we are creating a lot of confusion amongst ourselves and when there's confusion amongst ourselves i mean what expectations can we have of well, our clients exactly
1: we're lowering the user yeah. experience of user experience because mm. we're using mm. a concept as a job role as a, yeah. as, a, as, a as an occupation mm. and then selling that Concept and occupation mm. um, to potential clients, mm. and you know, and just perpetuating the confusion. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so is that our conclusion that we're confusing people and we should stop?
1: I'm mm. I'm throwing that out there mm. as a as a suggestion. Mm. I mean, I, I know people are bound to say to me, "Well, you know, I don't have a uh, my clients all understand exactly what it is I mm. deliver, and the clients know exactly what they want to buy." Mm. Uh, we asked on Twitter and Facebook for some input, and uh, one bit of input we did get from uh, from Jan's. Jans yeah. he, he said, you know, he thinks he's getting better and better. Mm. And it is. Um, maybe it is. Maybe it's within I'm, a certain yeah. s- within a certain slice of of, of a segment of customers.
0: Exactly, and I, and I was I was through a, a full month where we were interviewed, and I was seeing uh, people asking for UX people doing flash and, and interaction mm. design and a bit of user research, research as well and uh, just seeing this whole mix of, of, of expectations really made me wonder if we're on the right path here Yeah. and, and your your answer is let, let's drop the term UX and start talking about business value basically yeah. mm. I've, and, yeah. and I want to agree mm. but I also need clients <laughs> so, I'm <going> to, <laughs> so I'm going to keep using UX as a sales
1: sales mechanism yeah. I, I think we oh. I mean, there is a there's a there's a there's some kind of balance there as well because I mean, I'd, I'd like to say we should use maybe the word optimization a lot more. Um, mm, yeah. But because um, I think that's what we're doing an awful lot that most of the time. Um, but there, you've got a risk that we're going to overdrive and we end up with um, you know the, the whole Ryanair mm. thing that you, you you fall into dark patterns and optimizing to really screw the last mm. you know cent out of um, your customers. Um, mm. Whereas optimization has that has that human aspect that. That the ultimate user experience doesn't screw you.
0: Yeah, I think that's, that's um, a fair
1: point. Yeah. But um, yeah, so, so using optimization as a replacement for UX, I think, lacks the, lacks the heart. Exactly.
0: And the heart is, I think, what brings us all together and is why we love psychology and why we're calling it a big mm. therapy session mm. because we're all very emphatic people. Mm. And that's our Mm. big problem as well.
1: And we see, and we see so many people struggling, and and so many situations where it's Mm. it's not, not delivering as it should. Yeah, because it's it's complicated, people.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I think we're going to get a lot of feedback uh, on this topic. I hope we are Uh, (laughs) saying that now, and then we don't get any. (laughs) And uh, we have our new. You, is it something you want to add? Because I'm sort of wrapping up. Oh, right no, now. no, please yeah. no, wrap up. I was. Yeah. The,
1: I, I have to turn to look at the white. How I'm sat in my studio <laughs> means that I have Per can look at the whiteboard that we did the notes yeah. on and see them all turn. the time. I actually have to turn because normally I'm I'm sat facing mm. Per, which mm. is mm. means mm. my back's the whiteboard. So I was just that's all I was doing, just turning to see if we missed something.
0: <laughs> oh, I wanted to mention that we have our our Facebook page is up to date now, uh, and we have our new website. Uh, so we'd love some feedback on that as well uh, if, if that's what and that's and that's how we're getting the feedback that we've gotten before on the previous shows as well, well I kind of like that and we're getting mm. feedback yeah, on the Facebook page yeah uh, and we're doing a usability improvement to the show name but you'll see that yeah, yeah. we're tweaking <laughs> um, I think I'm, I'm happy I'm happy ending there as well yeah and uh, we'll mix this together and, and put it out for you right now today as well. So, Summy Live today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much of that laughter in the beginning we'll have to cut out.
1: <laughs> See, now you've mentioned it, so you have to keep it. I have to keep it. Mm-hmm. Damn. See, we have to, I'll add a link to White Rabbit. I'll find something about White Rabbits and yeah, you must put it in the show. I notes. still don't know what that means. No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Blame my mum. Yeah. Again.
0: <laughs> okay, again, thanks for listening. And. Um, Rem- remember to keep moving.
1: See you on the other side. You've been listening to UX Podcast with James Royal Lawson and Pear Axeboom. Visit uxpodcast.com for more episodes and to subscribe to the show. UX Podcast Moving the conversation beyond UX.